Blog Talk Radio. Change will not come if we wait for some other person or if we wait for some other time. We are the ones we've been waiting for. We cannot continue to rely only on our military in order to achieve the national security objectives that we've set. We've got to have a civilian national security force that's just as powerful, just as strong, just as well-funded. presents when we do internet talk radio 
we receive support from a great many areas. We have listener support, of course, and some who help with the promoting. One group that often goes unrecognized are the wives of Internet Talk Radio hosts. They are the ones who tolerate our dalliances and the time we invest in our hobbies. Well, this is one way we can properly recognize those who are closest to us by broadcasting their sincere sentiments regarding our passions. I understand, You have family, you know. You're always at that computer. How much money do you make doing that dumbass radio show? You're not the only one to live there, you know. You better come and eat. I'm not bringing it in there. gas prices going higher and higher. Ask George Bush's best friend, Big Oil. Big Oil Oil kept U.S. oil reserves in Anwar off limits by paying off the caribou lobby. And who conspired to keep new refineries from being built in the U.S.? Big Oil. And why is Ted Kennedy opposing windmills in Nantucket Sound? Big oil. And who, in 1979, along with the Cardigan Sweater Cartel, made sure that Iran would always be run by unstable lunatics? Big oil. Big oil did all this to make unbelievable profits of nine cents per gallon. So get angry at George Bush and Big Oil and ignore anything the Democrats have ever done to get us in this mess. Paid for by George Soros and other futures trading friends of Hillary Rodham Clinton. Good evening, folks, and welcome back to another fun-filled one hour of me. (laughs) Or as much as you can stand. Well... Super Tuesday was great. Had a great time with the show. Um, But let's get started with the usual. Today's March 7th, 2012 AD. Beautiful Old Town Alexandria is where I am right now. Headed for Georgia later this weekend. And then after that, headed for South Florida to begin a 14-day cruise on Princess Cruise. The Grand Princess. Today is uh, a very special day. I've got two birthdays to celebrate. One is, of course, my main man, uh, G-Ski Rocks of 2020 Radio Network. But G-Ski asked me, uh, what's up with the Kevin Jackson link? Well, Kevin Jackson is a premier blog talk radio host. He is one of the best. And as I was posting my own um, blog on The American Thinker, I came across Kevin's blog or his post on The Thinker titled uh, 10 Indications That uh, Obama Scared. And uh, I thought, wow, that's, a, that's pretty cool. So I read through it, 
And I thought, wow, this would be a great topic for my show. Not sure if Kevin's done it for his show or not, but I'm going to go ahead and do that for mine. But while I do that, I need to do the proper thing and give Kevin credit because it is his American Thinker blog. He wrote it. He hosts a show on Blog Talk Radio. It's proper. It's fitting. It's the right thing to do to give him all due credit. And that is why there's a link for Kevin Jackson, who hosts a show on Blog Talk Radio, a very good show. That's why his link is up in my chat room. So that everyone will know that, uh, you know, uh, this, is, uh, this is Kevin's work. And, uh, you know, I couldn't get Kevin on the phone today in order to uh, get his uh, permission, get permission to to use this material, so I thought the next best thing to do would be to, you know, give him proper credit. Uh, so, with that said, we're going to take one, one more short break, and then we're going to come back, and then we're going to talk about what Kevin wrote about Obama being scared and why it's proper that he should be. Uh, if you get an opportunity. And it does not conflict, of course, with my show. Check out Kevin's show. And it's certainly if it doesn't conflict with 2020 G-Ski or any of my good blog talk friends. Because I'm not even sure that Kevin's really doing a show on a regular basis anymore. I may be getting myself into trouble here, so I'm just going to stop talking. And I'll be right back. You're listening to the C. Robert Jones. <laughs> You're like... You're listening to the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. We'll be right back. He promised to change direction. $800 billion in stimulus. Trillions for government health care. Two million jobs. Gone. Left turn after. He promised to change direction. $800 billion in stimulus. Trillions for government health care. Two million jobs. Gone. Left turn after left turn. America's headed the wrong way fast. Six million foreclosures, fourteen trillion in debt, five hundred billion in higher taxes, and the worst long-term unemployment in generations. Don't let Obama drive us to disaster. Change direction. Republican National Committee is responsible for the content of its advertising. Barack Obama promised us better economy, but he gave us bigger government, higher taxes, and skyrocketing debt. Two point five million jobs lost, largest deficit in history. national debt. The picture is clear. Nobody's looking to raise taxes right now. We're talking about potentially 2013. We can't afford four more years of Barack Obama. Help America change direction. The Republican National Committee is responsible for the content of this advertising. I remember America. Sure, you can still find it on a map. Nobody older than 20 thinks this is America. Even if coordinates are the same, we've lost our compass. You don't have a direction without reference, a true north. For America, it was liberty. When we lost the love of liberty, our understanding of liberty, it was just a matter of time before the rest of it was lost. Some think it started when the auto companies were nationalized, or the police state to control the Internet. Or when certain companies couldn't fail because their relationship with politicians made them too big to fail. And the rest of us, without political influence, were too small to succeed. Sure, that all happened pretty quickly. 
over just a couple of years, but liberty had been gradually devolving for decades. Some of the more astute, like Ayn Rand, saw it about 50 years before others. She warned us, but people didn't believe it could happen here until it did. Laws had been used to loot productive individuals and businesses, but in the new millennium, under Bush and Obama, graft, corruption, and crony capitalism were no longer hidden behind closed doors. The looters and their laws came out of hiding like rabid animals that were no longer afraid of humans. It was brought into the spotlight, and it was celebrated as enlightened economic policy. Ayn Rand asked the question and Atlas Shrugged that the rest of us were asking 60 years later. Which failing financial institution will the administration pluck from the flames of crisis? And which will it let roast? Which market or investment technique will the regulators bless? And which, in a capricious change of rules, will it condemn or outlaw? As John Galt said in his radio address, You decided you had a right to your wages, but we had no right to our profits. You called it selfish and cruel that men should trade value for value. But you've now established an unselfish society where they trade extortion for extortion. People who had never produced or managed anything tried to manage every aspect of our lives, and they brought production to a standstill. And eventually, they decided to micromanage the food supply in the name of fairness and safety. And we all know what happened then. Fiction can be a powerful influence, for good or bad. It's too bad more people didn't read Atlas Shrugged. They might have realized where this was heading. True or false? Your pet is safe from fleas, ticks, and heart. Heartworms in winter. It's false. Your pets need year round protection plus medications for cold weather joint pain. Fortunately, they cost a lot less at 1 800 Pet Meds. Call now or order online. Anyway, all that will take care of itself. While I have your attention here, I want to ask if you will indulge me for just a brief few minutes for some inside baseball stuff before we move on to our review of the issues of the day, politics and so forth, the Super Tuesday, the results, and where we are. And the reason for this is, once again, so much misinformation about this program and advertisers is in the mainstream media. People are reporting things that, A, are not true, and, B, I don't even think the people reporting it have the slightest idea what they're talking about, nor do they have the ability to understand it. But I know that many of you are spending a lot of time, God bless you, on the web uh, doing what you can to express your support for the program. And I, judging this from the reaction of my own brother, sends me a, a note last night. Have you really lost 28 sponsors? No, we have not lost 28 sponsors. Well, how can they say it? Because they lie. And because they don't understand how it works. And that's I want to try to explain um, that, in fact, folks, we have three brand-new sponsors that will be starting in the next two weeks. Now, obviously, I'm not going to tell you who they are today, 
But we've got three brand new, full-fledged sponsors starting in the next two weeks. Two of the sponsors who have canceled have asked to return. We are being very uh, careful about that. Not going to give you any names here. One of them is practically begging to come back. Everything is fine on the business side. Everything's cool. There is not a thing to worry about. Whatever you're seeing on television about this program and sponsors and advertisers is just incorrect. All right, and we're back with the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. You know, I uh, was listening to my good friend um, uh, G. Ski's show and a couple of other uh, really good blog talk shows, and there was some concern, a lot of concern, about Rush Limbaugh's comments regarding Miss Fluke or, or Fluck or, 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 well, you know, and and her situation and, and, and how it relates to what he said. And folks were saying that advertisers were leaving in droves and – you know, this may be the end of Rush. Certainly that was not being said on G. Ski's show, but certainly on several others, that Rush had gotten his comeuppance and that he was on the ropes and liberals were pouncing. As you've just heard, that is not the case at all. And as I reported uh, on, a, on, on, on at least one blog talk show the other day, there might be... 18,000 different local sponsors on the Rush Limbaugh show. Losing 28 advertisers is like losing a couple of french fries in the container at the drive-thru. That's the caption under Limbaugh. Whatever you're hearing about sponsors is incorrect on Fox Nation. And he's exactly right, and I said so last night. You heard it from me. I said so. It's no big deal. And he didn't even lose that many sponsors, so it's even less of a big deal. Rush is Rush. He's going to be Rush, and it's all good. Now, Kevin Jackson, Blog Talk Radio host, the Black Spear Radio Show, wrote an article, a blog, in the American Thinker, titled 10 Indications That Obama Scared. And I found it to be quite enlightening. So let's go through it, if you will. I put the link up in our chat room here on Blog Talk Radio, and we're going to go through it for you folks listening in the guest rooms and uh, on whatever devices you're using. It states, Obama is not the cool, calm, and collected guy that he portrays publicly. He's far from it. Obama is described privately as a thin-skinned, hothead, when it comes to questioning his policies, or anything else for that matter. Though there has been a slight shift upward in Obama's poll numbers, Obama knows the real temperature of the American people. Here are ten indicators as to why Obama will have sleepless nights leading up to the elections, the election of 2012. Wow. I can't wait. <laughs> Let's read on. Obama stated African Americans for Obama. He started African Americans for Obama when blacks supposedly voted at 
for Obama in the last election. One has to question his motives in starting this group. The answer is that Obama's poll numbers among blacks have fallen back to their lowest point. A clear sign that Obama is feeling the pressure. If Obama loses his street cred amongst blacks, he will likely be abandoned by other groups. Obama must have the, quote, race element, end quote, in 2012, even though the black vote will be much less significant in 2012. And by the way, how would the media have covered white Americans for McCain? Interesting question. Kevin poses a very interesting question in number one of the ten indications that Obama is scared. What Would you care to venture a guess as to how African Americans, so-called African Americans, would 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 have uh, react reacted if um, if McCain had had white Americans for McCain, while Obama has black Americans or African Americans for Obama? And what do you think about that? Do you think that Obama is running scared? Or is he just simply making the appropriate efforts to shore up his base? Uh, the call-in number is 347-884-8500. That's just number one. But let's jump to something else right here. Vetting Obama. The vetting. Obama embraces radicalist Harvard professor. Breitbart. Breitbart promised bombshells before he passed away information that would and, and video video audio information that would shatter this myth that Barack Obama is somehow a centrist not a socialist not a marxist but simply a centrist who is looking out for the best interests of the company you know, the con- the country i was looking for something much more scandalous Frankly, I'm a little disappointed. Breitbart wrote uh, uh, this, the video that shows Obama embracing radicalist Harvard professor. He's not really saying anything that's uh, that's very controversial. Hopefully, there'll be more to this because I don't I don't really. I'm not really I'm not really feeling the love here. You know, I love Andrew Breitbart. I miss him already. But I was hoping for, you know, something a bit more scandalous, something that would blow the lid off of this 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 campaign and send Obama packing. So far, that's just not the case. Let's take a little bit of a listen to a young Barack Obama leading a protest at Harvard Law School on behalf of Professor Derek Bell, a radical academic tied to Jeremiah Wright. And let's and let me know through email, through Twitter, and through instant messaging, 
or just call into the show at 347-884-8500. And, and, and if you disagree, I, I'm open to it. Let's play a little bit of the clip, and, and, you, and, and you decide for yourself if, this is, if, if, if we're at at least the tip of the iceberg toward getting Obama back home uh, to Kenya or to Chicago or to Hawaii or wherever the hell he's from. Because I'm not feeling it. There's a word for too much of a good thing. It's called overboard. And when it comes to clear skin, the right amount of the right face wash is key. Introducing Clearasil Perfecto Wash. The new dispenser automatically delivers the perfect dose for visibly clearer skin without over drying. See the results in as little as 12 hours. Clear Cell Perfecto Wash, the perfect dose for visibly clear skin. Get two refills, a three-month supply at one-third the price of Proactive. All right, we're back with the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. While the audio is loading up, let's just take a moment and consider the vetting of Barack Hussein Obama and the footage that Breitbart has released that suggests that Obama is a radical plant a usurper, if you will, according to my man Sarge. Let's find out. Hopefully, we'll we'll get a better idea as the as the uh, revelations begin. Here, here it is. that orientation was Professor Bell. And I remember him sauntering up to the front and not giving us a lecture, but engaging us in a conversation and speaking the truth and telling us that he had to learn at this place that I've carried with me ever since. Now, how did this one man do all this? How has he accomplished all this? He hasn't done it simply by his good looks and easy charm. <laughs> Although he has both in ample measure. <laughs> he hasn't done it simply because of the excellence of his scholarship. Although his scholarship has opened up new vistas and new horizons and changed the standards of what legal writing is about. Open up your hearts and your minds to the words of Professor Derek Bell. All right. Sarge in the chat room, 
of uh, Rapid Fire, a really good uh, uh, Blog Talk radio uh, show here on Blog Talk, uh, has stated in the chat room that the tape that is being shown is heavily edited and that in order to get uh, a complete picture uh, of what the video means, we should watch Hannity, Sean Hannity, on Fox News, Fox, Fox News Channel later on tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for a more complete version and indeed a proper breakdown. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop this right now, and we're going to we're because I can't do Hannity. I can't I can't do Hannity justice. We're going to wait. And we're going to watch what Hannity has to is, is, has up his sleeve later on at 9 p.m. And then perhaps tomorrow we'll get more into it. Let's move back now to Kevin Jackson's post. Number two on his list is Obama started a Spanish-language website. Now, most people would call that clever. However, this move could backfire and is a pure sign that Obama knows he's in trouble. A country that requires you to know English should not have a sitting president with a Spanish-language website. It would seem to be pandering to the massive non-English-speaking population of Latinos. It would seem... Hmm. Obama has not chosen to pander to any other potential uh, immigrant voting bloc, which could have many... Africans up in arm. Why not develop a website for in Swahili or Bantu? Asians, Jews, and many other ethnic groups might wonder what Obama's obsession is with blacks and Latinos while forsaking them. This could lead to the logic that the president is supposed to be the president of all Americans. Huh. Do you think uh, Kevin has a point here? Do you think what Kevin wrote here in this piece even suggests that Barack Obama is in trouble as a result? Well, let's think, let's let's break it down. The population of African Americans versus uh the majority is is a drop in the bucket in terms of voting. Sure, uh, they're heavy numbers, but African Americans alone won't elect a president, be he black, purple, green, yellow, or orange. Latinos? Imagine if Obama got 90% of the so-called African American vote and 80% of the Latino vote. Would that put him over the top? Well, unfortunately, I don't have the figures in front of me. I just decided to touch on this topic later this evening. Uh, about, well, uh, well, yesterday, to be fair. But I didn't really get into the actual numbers of it all. Do you think that African Americans... And Latinos alone, with maybe just a few white folks sprinkled in, could uh, usher in a new 
a new president or maybe this old one we've got? Hmm. Well, let's move on to number three. Obama's energy policy is pure comedy. When Obama took office, gasoline averaged 1.89 cents per gallon. Gasoline is now at its highest point in history, averaging 3.65 a gallon. And it's getting higher. When gas crested at $3 a gallon under Bush, Democrats were quick to put Bush in in cahoots with the oil companies. Obama and other Democrats are blaming Wall Street, offering that high gas prices are, quote, bringing families closer together, end quote, <laughs> or <laughs> that high gas prices are, quote, saving lives, end quote. Nice try. The problem with gas prices is that they affect the lower end of the food chain. Poor people have to plan trips to the supermarket or buy gas in parts of a gallon. <laughs> I'll have one half gallon. I've done that myself, actually, when I was broke some, some years back, even when gas was like 99 cents a gallon. Obama touts green energy, but his he, he has not had a single successful example where his policies – in terms of green energy, have worked. And despite the true terms, um, uh, Obama has wasted billions on green energy, while people are suffering from a lack of, quote, black energy, oil, uh, end quote, black, end quote, energy, oil and coal. What do you think about that? Do you think that that is enough? Because we've, we've gotten down to, to number four now. We're, we're almost at number four of Kevin Jackson's ten indications that Obama is scared. And quite frankly, I have not seen anything that suggests he's scared. I've seen a lot that suggests he's in deep you-know-what. But I suspect that Obama's, that Obama's too arrogant to be scared. Sarge writes in the chat room, they're trying to get out front of this with this benign version to convince us that the tape is meaningless. Talking about the vetting on Breitbart. Typically, Breitbart would release bits and pieces of damning information, permitting progressives to formulate a response which inevitably, inevitably buries them in the deception of their own making. Uh-huh. Well written. Well, we'll find out. Back. Number four. Obama now supports super PACs. Aside from the multitude of flip-flops or blatant untruths, Obama has now decided that for the good of the country, for the good of us all, he must embrace the idea of, quote, buying his next election, end quote. I suggest that Obama has forgotten that he bought his first election and that took everything he had despite a weakening economic, a weakening, weakening economy, hatred of Bush, 
and a less than stellar, stellar Republican candidate. Obama vowed to raise $1 billion in order to fight for the right. And his newfound support of super PACs only proves that he's panicked about raising money and about, about what he'll have to spend to put the genie, his record, back in the bottle. Now, now we've got now, – now we're at the point here. Now we're, now we're getting to the meat of the matter. Now, we're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. And we'll come back and talk some more about this, this odd situation. <laughs> You're listening to the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. Guarantees are you going to give this liberal about how that will reduce the cost of uh, of uh, gasoline at the pump if we let you drill where you say you want to drill? I can guarantee to the American people, because of the inaction of the United States Congress, ever increasing prices unless the demand comes down, and the $5 will look like a very low price in the years to come if we are prohibited from finding new reserves new opportunities to increase supplies. And guess what this liberal would be all about? This liberal will be all about socializing. Uh, um, um. We could force more Americans to give up on the American dream. I want to make clear, that's not our history. More bad economic news, and now President Obama seems to be trapped. The feds must cut back on spending, but he doesn't seem to want to do that. We'll update you on this very vital story. Hi, I'm Bill O'Reilly. Thanks for watching us tonight. President Obama must lead on the economy and stop the nonsense. That is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. More bad news today. More than 400,000 Americans filed for first-time unemployment benefits last week, raising the specter of a double-dip recession. Also, Moody's and other credit agencies are now actually warning, warning the Obama administration that the nation's $14 trillion-plus debt is not acceptable. The president and Congress do not address the situation. America's credit rating worldwide will be downgraded. But even in the face of all of this, President Obama continues to talk up government spending. We could choose not to make investments in clean energy or let tuition prices rise and force more Americans to give up on the American dream. We could choose to walk away from our community college system. I want to make clear that's not our history. That's not who we are. I don't accept that future for the United States of America. Now, Talking Points believes the president must stop that kind of stuff right now. Right now. If the nation were fiscally solvent, we could invest in speculative energy projects. And we could continue funding folks who don't have very much. But America is broke. And private industry has lost confidence in the president. That means much private expansion is stopped. And new jobs are not being created. There's no question about it. President Obama must wake up and smell the decay. That's not about re-election. This is about the well-being of most Americans. The economy is going south on Mr. Obama's watch. And Congress is not going to raise taxes in this environment. It's not going to happen. So, in order to stimulate the private marketplace, the President and Congress must make it easier for industry to profit and put all the social justice stuff on the shelf for a while. Every poll says the same thing. 
Americans believe Mr. Obama has lost control of the economy. Quinnipiac, voters disapprove of the president's economic policies, 58-36. ABC News, 59% disapprove of the Obama economic plan, 40% approve. Rasmussen, just 31% of likely voters believe the economy will be better a year from now. Because of that pessimism, folks aren't spending as much, and banks aren't lending. Presto. All right, we're back with the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. I'm hearing that some folks don't have sound in the chat room. Ah, I'm not sure what's going on with blog talk, but... uh, I'm getting indications that um, there are at least a few of you who do have sound. Not sure what's going on with that. Hopefully we can get this matter squared away. Usually there's a problem with Blog Talk Radio, and I'm not sure you know, what is going on with that, but hopefully it'll be resolved sometime soon. Before we finish up the show, <sighs> must be an issue with Blog Talk uh, or maybe there's an issue with Skype. I don't know. It just seems like the, everything should be working okay. But, hey, we're going to take a short break. We'll be right back, and then we'll continue on with... Uh, Why are gas prices going higher and higher? Ask George Bush's best friend, Big Oil. <laughs> Big Oil kept U.S. oil reserves in Anwar off limits by paying off the caribou lobby. Big oil. And who conspired to keep new refineries from being built in the U.S.? Big oil. Big oil. And why is Ted Kennedy opposing windmills in Nantucket Sound? Big oil. Ethanol. And who, in 1979, along with the cardigan sweater cartel, made sure that Iran would always be run by unstable lunatics? Big oil. Big oil did all this. To make unbelievable profits of nine cents per gallon. So get angry at George Bush and Big Oil and ignore anything the Democrats have ever done to get us in this mess. Paid for by George Soros and other futures trading friends of Hillary Rodham Clinton. That's what I'll say If anything starts going wrong People start pointing my way Everything is Bush's fault Every day If it gets too cold or hot The traffic's bad on the freeway So blind as he who will not see that I've still got to clean up the mess that George Bush left for me. Trust in me and put it all back together. Some of you are still employed. 
From Obama headquarters, another apology from Barack Obama. Uh, recently, my former pastor, Reverend Jeremiah Wright, whom I've never listened to, has offended even more people. So I want to apologize to you personally and disassociate myself from his offensive remarks about Italians, Greeks, the Mediterranean, Albanians, Lithuanians, Kazakhstan, Kustardstan, Native Americans, Alaskans, Crackers, Cambodians, Koreans, all other Asians, Russians, Prussians, the Irish, Poles, Pakistanis, your gray-haired granny, and the Eisenhower family. Today, I'm going to talk about Israel and the Jews. Uh, please check our website for hourly heartfelt apology updates. Thank you. For your very own personal heartfelt apology and official Obama swimsuit screensaver, Go to Obama.com. Excellence in Broadcasting presents Liberals of Genius. Liberals of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. President of the United States. Mr. President of the United States. You single-handedly managed to choke all the life out of the world's greatest economy in record time. 10% no one else could have apologized more, spent more, or built a rat maze healthcare system from hell that only the IRS could love. What were you thinking? Thanks to you, FDR will be known as a conservative, Carter will look presidential, and Joseph Stalin won't seem like such a bad guy. Joe was misunderstood. So crack open a good book, sit on your butt. And help your buddies with a snowball's chance in November. Mr. President, the one we weren't waiting for. Hell was I when I first seen Tekizinski? I can't remember when he came around. Well, that young fella sent a heap of mail. Spent all his time at the post office in town. He had a one-room shack not far from us, and I suppose we should have expected the worst. Because if he knew you had a computer or indoor plumbing, he'd start mumbling something about Earth first. Now, he wasn't much for the holidays, but Ted couldn't wait for the 4th of July. The company's here to hear them rockets go whoosh and explode up there in the sky. Now, one of these days, 
you're going to have a trial. And I'll visit Ted up in jail. Might be sending me a card or a letter. But he going to open the mail. One day the bed showed up. He took Ted his cabin away. The agent said he'd been a blowing up folks. Guess he got another place for him to stay. Now some folks say technology made him do it. And others that it was Al Gore's book. I just remember him a, a foaming at the mouth and giving them loggers that look. Now one of these days you're gonna have a trial. You know, visited up in jail. He'll be sending me some cards and letters, but I ain't gonna open the mail. I'm keeping it closed with the address I see. The letters from Ted Kaczynski to me. All right, and we're back with the C. Robert Jones Situation Report. That was owed to Ted Kaczynski, who is back in the news now. Apparently, uh, he has had some some odd visitors at uh, Florence, Colorado. Well, <laughs> that's just another story for another time, but since Ted is back in the news, I thought I'd go ahead and play the Ted Kaczynski tune. Let me get back to my guy here, uh, Kevin Jackson. Uh, a blog talk radio host of some renowned. He is very good, a Tea Party member, of course. But l- let, let's uh, – we've been analyzing the 10 indications that Obama scared, and it seems to me that uh, you know these aren't really good reasons to suggest that he's scared, only that he's stupid. Now, Kevin, I love you, man, and despite the fact that – I put my picture up wearing a fine tux, James Bond style, and you were wearing a filthy T-shirt that said something about Republicans or conservatives or whatever. And now all of a sudden, you've got a picture of you all studded out in a nice tux. Well, I'm not saying. I'm just saying. So kind of think that you're trying to look like me now. Because we both got the hair thing happening, the, or the lack thereof, and now you're sporting a really nice tux. And no, 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 that's not why I am going through your um, 10 indications that Obama's scared, because I think it's great, and I think you're great. But dude, what is up with the tux? <laughs> One brother in a tux on Blog Talk Radio is enough. I was first. Take the picture of you in the tux down. Get back in that filthy-looking T-shirt and come on board and can and, and, and come back to Blog Talk and make us laugh with your wit and your humor and your wisdom. But step your ass out of that tux. You are, you are cock-blocking. You are in the way. You are wearing a tux, and I'm the only one who's supposed to have the tux on. Okay, now, (laughs) 
<laughs> All right. <clears throat> Number six. <laughs> Obama began the truth teams. Dismantling attack watch, renaming attack watch is the is like renaming the Department of War, the Department of Def- the Defense Department. Attack watch was a dismal failure because the truth is not an attack. Renaming attack watch the quote truth team end quote now allows Obama to stamp out the truth wherever it may occur. Obama is deathly afraid of the unvarnished truth. The truth team's assignment is to varnish it. So now Obama was for Keystone XL and the 2,000 jobs that it didn't create. High gas prices are good for the economy in the form of higher revenues and more lives saved due to less driving. Welfare is good for the economy actually generating one point eight. <laughs> A 1.8 returns for every $1 spent. That's the truth, and they're sticking with it. Now, now I think my man Kevin is getting somewhere. I think Kevin has hit, it, hit the nail right on the head right here. What's up with the Attack Watch new name Truth Team? Doesn't that sound ominous to you? Does it sound as if uh, the, the Obama administration has its own propaganda arm, uh, courtesy of the United States government? That uh, if I say that gas prices are $4 a gallon and strangling the U.S. economy, Obama's going to come back and say, well, Dr. Jones really isn't telling the truth, or he isn't telling the whole truth. In all honesty, gas, high gas prices are, are good for the economy because it gets the good old-fashioned American family to stay home together and watch TV. Or pop popcorn, or listen to my speeches, or just kind of hang out and do absolutely nothing and stay off the roads and quit polluting the earth because my whole function here really is to save the planet. <sighs> Folks, truth teams, let's get serious for a moment. Truth teams. Does think back to history. Watch the History Channel later on tonight. The Third Reich, the fall. The History Channel stands for Hitler, all Hitler, all the time. Just watch one of the hit. I mean, they've got Hitler's haberdasher, Hitler's movie maker, Hitler's dog, Hitler's dog trainer, Hitler's grandma, Hitler's cousins. I, mean, I, I, I kid you not, but somewhere deep in one of those is the fact that Hitler had propaganda teams to go out and, well, quell the truth, facts, like a popular black radio host said, Tom Joyner, forget about the facts, forget about the truth, re-elect Barack Obama because he's black. Suspend disbelief. This is what every any con man does. This is what they all do. It's the stock and trade of your average garden variety con man. Make you disbelieve what's right in front of your eyes. Suspend what you hear. Are you going to trust me or your lying eyes? 
Are you going to believe me or listen to me or your own lying ears? Barack Obama is a con man of the first order, of the worst order. He's good looking, he wears a nice suit, he smiles, and he talks a lot of shit. Doesn't that sound like a con artist to you? I mean, come on. Folks, we've got less than three minutes left. The show's almost over. I was once in some of your shoes. In the form of Bill Clinton. I didn't want to hear anything bad about Bill. I suspended disbelief. I suspended belief. I liked the guy so much. He talked a good game. He was relatively good looking. I didn't I I shut off Rush Limbaugh for a whole election cycle. I was pissed at my man Rush Limbaugh for talking bad about Bill Clinton cuz I like the guy and I wanted the guy to succeed. I wanted him to be elected president over George Bush senior. George H Walker. So I've been there. I've been fooled. And right now, I'm here to let you know that you're being fooled too. But this time, it's a slick-looking black man in a nice suit with a nice smile who can at times string a whole sentence together without the aid of a teleprompter. Don't wake up three years from now Wishing you'd listen to me. And then having to say, hey, this guy took me for a ride. He was full of crap. He's destroyed this country. Bill Clinton didn't destroy the country, thank God. He was actually a pretty good president. This guy? This guy's bad news. we got to put the devil back down in the hole. Think about it. So I want to thank you all for listening tonight and thank Kevin Jackson for his fine post on the American Thinker. We'll be back tomorrow. We're going to talk more about Breitbart's revelations and how they may affect the upcoming 2012 election. Good night, folks. God bless you. God bless the United States of America.
Jesus' mighty sword And they'll shield you with their wings And keep you close to the Lord Don't pay heed to temptation For his hands are so cold You gotta help me keep the devil Way down in the hole Keep the devil 